Welcome everyone. It's tea time again. That's right. And tonight we're having an evening tea. We don't have very many of those, but tonight is a special tea time. So tonight in the studio, I have an incredible guest. I have Braca Getz and she's going to be sharing on food addictions, on joyfully overcoming food addictions and share on her incredible children's books and all that good stuff. So I'm just going to share a little disclaimer before we get started and then we will get right into it and bring her onto the stage so she can share with us. So the disclaimer for Miss Liz's Tea Time live shows. Miss Liz is going live myself using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to see your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward at any time, any Tea Time shows hosted by myself, Miss Liz, is always brought forward in good faith, however, may bring forth dialogue and opinions that are not representative of my platform. The facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the given time of airing. All Tea Time guests and audience participations are responsible for using your good judgment in taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussions for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that the show is engaging in discussion forms only to offer and inspire awareness, connection, and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about this disclaimer or the panelist discussion, you may freely contact Miss Liz through her email at gmail at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in the show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcome you. And should you decide that the show is not for you at this time, I respect that choice and I will see you in a future show. So today I have an incredible lady here who has written over 40 children's books. So I want to bring out on stage today with me and have a cup of tea is Bracca Getz. So a little bit on Bracca Getz. She's a Harvard-educated author of 40 children's books and a candidate memoir about joyfully overcoming food addictions. Her books can be found here at www.getzbooks.com shops.com and I will be putting that up during the show and anyone who is watching the audio you will be able to see all of that in the description box with Miss Liz. So let's bring the incredible Braca gets to the studio and have an incredible cup of tea. So Braca if you'd like to share a little bit with the audience who you are and what you do and how you started writing children's books. Sure thank you. Basically I say that all my books have one thing in common the children's books, they all help children's souls to shine. That's, that's my goal. Um, some of the books, like you know, deal with keeping our bodies healthy. Some books deal with prevention of abuse or what to do if a child was abused. This is for children. Some books have to do with disabilities. 
how children can learn how to interact and be more inclusive of other children that have disabilities. So, and then some books deal really specifically with spirituality for children because people think, how can you talk to a young child about spirituality? But you can. Children are so receptive to learning about this. Basically, I write the books that I wished I had as a child. Those are the books that I'm writing. Um, I wasn't brought up in a spiritual kind of way, and I was searching for that in my life. And and then there's there's the one book I wrote that's a memoir, and that's the only book for adults. It's about my spiritual journey. It's about, I write really short books for children. This book is um, a big book, it's for adults, but I don't like to write long things. So it, it's not like I exactly wrote it, I compiled it from like the highlights from my diaries and journals and letters. And then I filled in the missing pieces and that's how the memoir came to be. It's very candid. It goes into the really raw stuff about um, what it was like to have food addictions and how I healed from it. Um, so basically, that's, oh, but I just want to tell you, I'm hearing an echo of myself. I'm not sure why. Oh, I don't hear any echo on oh, this okay. end. So maybe it's just me. Whenever I say something, then I hear myself say it again, but I don't know why. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's those headphones. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I'm not going to worry about it. If you don't hear it, I, I'm okay, good. Okay, good. So that's, that's based. Oh, how did I start writing? I, I, I just, I was living in Israel. I was sitting outside. I scribbled something on a piece of paper. I put it in an envelope and I mailed it to America. And six weeks later, I got a message back that, you know, I got, I'm not a message. In those days, I got an envelope in the mail saying that the book was accepted, you know. So it wasn't even on a computer. I had handwritten the book and put it in an envelope. And and lo and behold, I found out that's how you write children's books. So that was how it began. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. That is something I never knew. I didn't know that that's how you write a children's book is by hand, like, not not normally, no. Now I do it on computer, you know, but like this was, you know, way back when. So um, that was how I got started. Yeah. So how many years have you been writing children's books? Well, I started when my children were little. They were playing outside in the playground and I brought my notebook and I started writing. And now, now I have grandchildren. So, I mean, that's, that's how long I've been writing, you know. <laughs> Yeah. As you were sharing there, Bracca, I it felt like you were talking about your inner child. Your inner child wanted to release, right? And you found it through being able to write books for children. You know, we often forget about our inner child wanting to play, wanting to share, you know, and that's that's what I got when you were sharing that was that your inner child was what actually poured out these stories, what actually the journals and the diaries and, and all that was the little girl hear me, let me play, you know, let me see how I can tell the story in my own way, you yes. know, 
and I'm, I'm I'm still a child in many ways. That's the truth. I feel there's a lot of childlike qualities about me. So it's very easy for me to get inside the head of the child when I'm writing the book. I'm like there. In many of the books, it's a child that is explaining how things are. So it's totally empowering. It's the child that's sharing the, the education with other children, you know? So, because it's me, really. I'm, I'm that child in my head. It was so funny. Today, I filled out a questionnaire from Harvard because it's like, I think it's my 45th reunion from Harvard when I graduated. And they asked me, they ask you, how old do you feel? And it was really funny because it only went into, do you feel under 50 years old? I said, it doesn't say six. I want to say six, you know. <laughs> it didn't give me that choice, you know. <laughs> I, 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 li I like the playful energy that you bring, you know, because I can feel that you, you, you want people to stay young enjoy your childhood you know and some of us haven't been able to enjoy our childhood so by writing these stories in these children books you're actually to say you know what even an adult can read these books be playful understand you know exactly exactly especially that if you haven't had been able to have a playful childhood there are so many layers of protection on top that don't allow a person to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we we need that. We need those who had abuse and neglect as a child need more loving compassion than anybody as an adult. You know, it's so needed because that's really what this world is about. But anyone that suffered like that has not been given that gift. And it's much more of a struggle to get to that joy and gratitude in life. Yes. Well, it's really hard to understand the inner child, right? When the inner child was robbed of its childhood. Exactly. Exactly. So by sharing your stories for children, you, you have talked about abuse. You've talked about eating addictions. You've talked about uh, uh, bullying and stuff like that. Through your stories... Is it like you telling parts of your story of someone you know or someone or your own journey of a way of expressing without somebody realizing that it is you? It's, it's, that's a really great question. Um, I didn't suffer an abusive childhood, but I have such a sensitivity for it. And, you know, that's just this lifetime. We believe... We be I believe in reincarnation. I have no idea who I was before this, but even as a child, I was reading books about abuse, you know, and I was drawn to this. Later on in my life, I was the coordinator of a big brother, big sister program for like 20 years, helping children, you know, from single parent homes, children with disabilities, find mentors, people that they could, um, uh, role models that they needed in their lives. You know, I, my path in life is that after I graduated Harvard, I went on to medical school to become a psychiatrist, but I never finished. The summer between my first and second year of medical school, I had a six week vacation and I went to Israel that summer and I came back 10 years later. 
what happened is that although I looked like I was su successful in my life, a Harvard grad going on to medical school, inside I was suffering from uh, food addictions, from eating disordered behavior. Nobody could see it on the outside. When, when a person has an addiction, it's done in secret. It was all my own pain. And because I did not have an abusive childhood, and really I had everything in life but one thing, and the only thing that I didn't have was spiritual nourishment. So I see myself as like um, a control, a, like a control in a laboratory when I'm the, I'm the person that had everything good and still something was missing in my life. The only thing missing was a sense of meaning and understanding what the purpose of life was. That's what was missing. And just from missing that, my soul was hungry and it, it was actually starving. It was starving for meaning in life. So I went searching. It's actually why I ended up at Harvard. I figured that's the center of wisdom. So I want to work really hard and get in there. And But the wisdom I was searching for wasn't there. And that was a big disappointment. And I just kept going, you know, experimenting, drugs, relationships, social action. I, I was trying everything to search for the meaning. And I didn't find it until I finally went and discovered my own roots, my own heritage that had been thrown away. When I found that, I finally found the purpose for living that could give my life meaning, that fit. It was like the puzzle piece for my soul. And when I got that, I didn't have any more of that need for the food addictions, and I didn't know why. Why did my food addictions go away when my soul was nourished. So that's what the memoir is about. When I read my old diaries, I was able to see the thread in my life and understand how the food addictions developed and why I was able to heal when I finally got the nourishment that I was craving. Raka, do you feel that, like you said, like your soul, you you believe in reincarnation and that I, I, I as well believe in reincarnation. I don't believe that this is my last life either. Do you feel because we believe in reincarnation that we don't always feel fulfilled in our lives as we travel? There's always a piece missing, right? And you talk about this missing puzzle piece. And once you found them puzzle piece, then you were able to understand the addiction. And any addiction out there, there is there is something that is missing for us to create these addictions. And as I'm listening to you, I can hear that your soul wasn't hungry. You, you know, you couldn't feed your, you had no abuse, no nothing. But your soul was calling out for awareness yes. on the spiritual knowledge, you know. Um, yes. And if the viewers and listeners that are listening now and that will watch the replay, if you pay attention, may all of my guests have some form of reincarnation. They believe in spiritual growth. They believe in spiritual healing. There's there's a theme in May, and it's the rebirth, the blossom, the flower, the repurposing of our seeds and our teas. So, Braga, 
for you as a child growing up, knowing that you didn't have the spiritual, uh, uh, your spiritual side fed, how did you find ways to feed it as a child? Oh, it just got frozen. Oh, oh are you there? Oh, we might be having some technical difficulties. And that is a that is always on tea time with Miss Liz. So I think that she's frozen. So we're just going to continue on. But today, Brock is sharing on children's books and the books that she's written and her journey of food addictions and overcoming that. And she's sharing that the spiritual growth. She was longing for the spiritual side of her her mind to be fed. So she created this food addictions, and she's going to be sharing on why she wrote that and how she created these incredible children's books. So if you'd like to check out, check out Bracca Getz books, uh, and I'm leaving all the links up as we're speaking during this broadcast. And if you have any questions or comments or anything that you'd like to leave, please just okay with StreamYard, give them permission to use your name, and I can bring your questions up and your comments up. If you have any questions or comments after the broadcast, you can reach out to me or Bracca as well. Um, I'm guessing that she's frozen, so we're just going to see if she's going to try and sign back in. All right, as we're, she's, she's signed out, so we're going to see if she's going to come back. But if, you, if you'd like to know more, check out getsbooksshop.com. All of her books are there. She has 40 incredible children's books. She has her memoirs as well. And she has made a huge impact on many people's lives. Uh, she's a mother, she's a grandmother, and she's really changed a lot of people's lives with just sharing these stories and getting creative and opening the mind for the children. But don't forget that we don't always have to have a children's book for a child. We as adults too have an inner child that we can feed and we can grab these children's books and enjoy them as well. And who knows, they might make an incredible birthday gift, Christmas gift, uh, you know, or a school may want to use these school uh, these books for educational purposes as well, because this is what I do is I bring awareness to different incredible guests around the world. So I'm hoping that you can join us back and we can continue on and hear more of Bracca's story as she gets connected again. I believe she's trying to connect again. So, um, and again, I want to thank all of my viewers and listeners out there who have tuned in. We are on season three and we are bringing a different layout this year. So you'll see different themes, different stories, different, um, different awareness, different teachings. So for me, tea is teaching educational awareness. So anybody who would like to know more on tea, you can reach out to me and I believe she is back. So let's bring her back. There she is. Um, I believe she's back. Oh, we have a black screen. So we will see. I think she might be having technical difficulties. So we're just going to wait and see if she can sign on. And again, um, Tea time this year will be mainly on Thursdays between 10 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. So we will have three different types of teas. And she's back. Welcome back, Bracca. I believe you're frozen again. I'm not sure what's going on. So we will wait and see if you can get unglitched uh, technical issues over here. So uh, I'm going to check. Um See if she can get this message. She's frozen, so 
So again, if you'd like to know more on eating addictions uh, recovery for children, you can check out uh, Get Brock's um, Get getbooksshop.com. Sorry for that a little glitch in my throat. And she's also found on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and you can check out her books on Amazon. They are all on Amazon as well. So you can purchase that. And you can cre create your own little library of uh, Braca Getz collection. She has 40 incredible children's books. So that's 40 books that you could add to your library and use for educational purposes or use for bedtime stories or, you know, uh, good conversation stories as well. With adults, you can use that as a conversation. Uh, you know, grab a book and do a book uh, reading night and kind of discuss back and forth on how you felt about the book and stuff like that. So there's different ways that you can always encourage uh, book writers and authors and that as well. And give your feedback. Um, and if you give a review on a book, it also helps an author as well. So if you can slide over to Amazon and and if you have bought in books of uh, Braca Gets, then leave a review and uh, share with a friend. And you never know what difference you might be making. So I'm hoping that she can jump back on. Uh, and this is the issue when we when we do a live show, you just never know what may happen. So. We take it as it is. So if anyone has any questions or anything like that that you'd like to leave with me, more than welcome to. Um, tonight we were going to talk about get st uh, Let's Stay Healthy is her latest book on food addictions and awareness. So overcoming food addictions joyfully. Um, when you hear food addictions, you don't always think that it might be a big issue, but there is a lot of uh, issues with eating disorders and food addictions and stuff like that. So um, again, I'm hoping that she can make it back and we can get back in and get to know what her tea is. So I'm hoping that she can make it back. Uh, I'm just gonna check and see if she can, she's not there. So I'm just gonna continue with bringing up, so she's on Twitter, she's on Instagram, she's on Facebook, she's on Amazon, she's on LinkedIn, and all that good stuff. Um, and if you'd like to know more about Tea Time with Miss Liz, you can also check out my website at www.misslizteaparties.com. And she's back, so let's see if we can get her going. There we go. I, 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 was, I, was, I was just reincarnated here, right before your eyes. She's back. And we can spill your tea now. I don't know what happened, but that's how life goes, you know. And, we're, and it's a live show, and you never know what happens with live life, right? When we're right in the moment, you just never know what happens. So, so true, so true, yes. <laughs> so, Braga, now that you're back, could you share a little bit more on the other books that you've written? And are they every year? Are you writing more books? Do you have more intentions of new books? Is there anything new that you're doing with your life? Like, all the good stuff. Let's just spill all the good stuff. Yeah, you never know. It's like when I go to sleep, 
Sometimes somebody calls me up and asks me to write a book. They ask me to write. A, a mother called me. She said, can you please do a book about eating healthy for children, exercise, just every way to stay healthy, going to sleep, getting enough sleep. Because um, so, and because and, I like to write these things in a very joyful way so people could really absorb it. And, and when children understand these things early on in life, they can take these life skills for the rest of their life. So that's the goal. So basically I said to this mother, great, I'd love to do it, but I don't know how. I go to sleep. When I wake up in the morning, I have a pad next to my bed. I scribble it down really fast, like there's the whole book. I get how to do it. I have the title, I have the whole thing. And I just have to like write it all down. That's how it works. I really feel that we're just channels. If we're open, then we're a channel for all the abundance of blessings in this world. And that's how it works for me. If it's meant to be, if this book is meant to come into the world, and then I ask, I hope I can write it, and then it's given to me, the gift. And it's amazing to see it, because i it's not exactly coming from me, you know? It's like, it comes down like rain. When I go to schools and I explain it to children, I say it's like rain coming down, and you just have to catch all the blessings, kind of, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love that you use rain because rain is a, like a, re, a rejoice, right? The the refreshing, the renewal, you yes. know, when rain falls on us, it's actually cleaning us, you know? Yeah. Uh, when you walk in the rain, it's calming, it's rejoicing, it's, it's peaceful, right? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're wet, but you're not sugar, right? You're not going to melt. You're going to get home and you're going to dry off and you're going to continue but I know for myself, I enjoy walking in the rain. And I wow. love that you use that, that, you know, especially with children, because we don't use that enough. We don't use the weather. We don't use the words. We don't use the expressions anymore, the feelings, you know. And I love that you're taking hard topics and you're turning them into a playful thing because it doesn't always have to be so heavy. You know, it's like tea, right? It doesn't need to be a heavy, strong tea. We can, you know, we put our tea bag in, we put our tea leaves in, but that doesn't mean they need to stay there. We can remove them. We can take mm. them out when it's strong enough for us. Okay, we're strong enough tea. Take us out, you know, different flavors, different blends. So I want to get into your tea, Baraka. What makes your tea? I, I you, you know, I, I have to tell you, tea, I just resonate with with what you what T stands for for you that that resonates for me teaching educational awareness that is also my essence i just feel like i resonate with what you're doing when i saw what you were doing i wanted to be on the show you know because this is what i love to do teaching educational awareness one of the big things i want people to be aware of that we are not is that we are spiritual beings. It's invisible. We look like we're just physical, but our essence is spiritual. That's, I think if there's a one message I have for the world, that's it, that we are all spiritual beings and we're here on this spiritual journey together. Every person that we connect with 
there's a reason why we're connecting with that person. It could be a painful encounter or a very loving encounter, but it's all part of refining who we are as a person to make us, to bring out so that our souls can shine even more beautifully. Like You are the example of this. Miss Liz, you are the example. Because I watched a video about your life, what you've been through. You are the kind of person that I admire the most, having gone through such a difficult childhood and then as often happens to a person that has an abusive childhood, they end up in a relationship that's abusive later on. This is so, the pattern, it's the pattern that we come to accept because, because we don't exactly know how to give ourselves the love and compassion that we didn't get. But you are a person that's now doing that and you're spreading light and loving compassion in the world. I mean, you're just the epitome of why people are here in this world to become what you're, what you have become, and are continuing to be. That's, yeah. Well, I, I, I want to thank you, Dot, and for that. Uh, I'm not good with getting um, appreciation. I, I'm working on that. That's something Miss Liz needs to work on. I only want to give the world what I was never given. Right. I don't want to give what I was got, what I was given as a child. A lot right. of people will read my story and see my story like you have and say that, Miss Liz, how did you do this? How did you get this this way? And as a little girl, my little inner child just said, you know what? Don't give them what they're giving you. Don't give them what they're giving you. You know, I do have my bad days. I have my ups and downs, but it's not for everyone else to have because somebody else gave me that garbage. Somebody else abused me. Somebody else did not stand by my side. That doesn't mean that the rest of the world's not going to do that. Amazing. You know? It's amazing that you have so much hope still and you instill hope in others, others who are still in abusive situations. It gives so much hope to know that our spirit is, is infinitely resilient because it's a part of the infinite oneness. We are a part of that. We have infinite capabilities to shine as beautifully as possible. And you are the proof of that. Anyone who's been through what you've been through. And I, I, uh, I watched another show about the butterfly lady, you know, and, and she suffered so tremendously too in her childhood as a foster child and and now you could see how she's helping other people, spreading hope in the world. You, people like this, this is proof of the infinite resilience of the soul. It's so beyond, we can't be just physical beings. There's no way a person can go through that abuse and rise up. It's a proof that in essence, we are spiritual beings. I absolutely agree with that. And I always say it, my, I say it to my kids all the time and they're like, mom, stop saying it. I'm, I'm just like, I'm not from here. I don't belong here. I'm here for, for a message, but this is not, this is not my home. I don't feel like I'm at home. And a lot of people will say, Miss Liz, that, that sounds crazy. Well, you know what, what sounds really crazy is living in this body, not feeling at home. That's what's crazy, you know? And I really want to appreciate you for, checking my my guest out and that and the 
The guest that uh, Brock is speaking of is Donna Reason, and yes, she has an incredible story. Her part two will be coming in a couple of weeks, and we will be sharing the transformation of the butterfly because I mm -hmm. believe when we share about butterflies and the spirituality and our inner beings, our inner childs, that we actually show others just how strong we really are as individuals. You know, my, my book, my memoir, it begins with a poem that I wrote about being a butterfly. It's exactly it. It's about, it's about, that's what happens to all of us. We go, and you described in that episode how the, the butterfly gains the muscles to be, to be able to fly, struggling to get out of that cocoon. If, if you help it get out of the cocoon, it doesn't develop. It can't even live. I mean, we do need support. People do need support sometimes, that's for sure. But we also, we, we get, it, in that sense, it's not a perfect analogy. But, but we are here, I, I say, we are given struggles in life to build our muscles, you know? And that's what you, you incredibly did. Sometimes people don't make it. Okay, and that's when we come back again. We come back, like I believe there's a whole bunch of us, really, I don't know how many of us, but people like me that weren't, uh, I wasn't brought up as a religious Jew and I became it later on in my life. And I believe I was in the Holocaust, you know, I believe that I'm a soul from the Holocaust and that's why my soul was so hungry for that spiritual nourishment because my life was probably cut off early, you know, during the Holocaust. And then I came back now just searching again to become um, a religious Jew, even though I wasn't brought up in that family, you know? Well, I like, I like that you, you bring that story up because that's how I feel. Like I, I was cut short of a life. Like, why am I scared of certain things when I none of this stuff has ever happened to me? Why do I have these fears? You know, why am I afraid of fire? Why do I always smell things burning? Right. You know, uh, I sometimes I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll look at my spouse and I'll say, do you smell that? And he'll be like, what? And I'm like, something's burning. And he's like, nothing's burning. And I'm like, there's a fire somewhere. Some Something's burning in someone. Right. You know, right. I have these senses and, and that. And. And he'll be like, no, I don't smell anything. And then I'll, I'll hear on the news or I'll, or I'll hear the fire trucks going by. <laughs> There's a fire. There's something actually, my, my senses are picking up those, you know. Very I would, sensitive. You're very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm very on guard. I analyze everything. I watch everything. Uh, a lot of people will say, Miss Liz, you're very straightforward and I'm like yes I am I'm very blunt I feel that that's one of my past lives I was very upfront I felt like I needed to be heard and seen maybe it might be the little inner child in me that keeps fighting to say hear me uh, right, right. you know I've shared my story so that I could be heard but maybe that inner child is still saying you know listen hear me again you know right. but I'd love I'd love to bring it back to you Bronca. And I'd like to understand why the food addictions and how did you overcome it joyfully? Because that's why we're here is for the book on staying healthy, right? And you had, you were holding it up earlier. Could you hold it up again so that the yeah. viewers could see? Yeah. yeah, this book is about how to stay healthy for children. It explains the why. Because okay. like, 
you know, I, I, I was studying this even as an undergraduate in Harvard School of Public Health. I love to explain to children why. You know, I, I even have teenagers that read the book and they say, now I understand why I need to get enough sleep because then I'll wake up with energy and feel more happy. Like people don't explain it to children in a really basic way. Why? Um, like the junk food, why shouldn't we eat junk food? It actually, I have pictures of it. It draws out the nutrients from our bodies. It actually robs us of the good stuff. Because picture this, when we eat junk, our body is going, what are you giving me? It gets inflamed. It does. It, and it, the inflammation causes chronic disease. So when we eat something um, unnatural, it's got, um, it's got concentrated amounts of sugar, um, fat, salt, which are not found in nature. The natural foods, like an orange or an apple, these things, these are delicious and nutritious, while junk food is designed to be delicious and addictive. Totally different type of substance. Like, like they say that junk food has more in common with cocaine or cigarettes than it does with an apple or an orange. It's like, it's, it's not, it's designed in a lab in order to be addictive to us. While this, like, it was designed with pure intelligence to give us the most pleasure possible. It could have been, it could have been that we just took a pill every day, a tasteless pill, but no, the infinite oneness, it was designed to be delicious to eat, beautiful to look at, to touch, and individually packaged with um, a peel that keeps the juiciness in for months, and inside are the seeds of infinity. It regenerates forever. Unlike um, a junk food, a bag of junk food, you throw away and it pollutes the environment. Totally, totally different. This is a spiritual experience, all in this little ball here. Because when we eat this, if we eat it mindfully, it nourishes our body and our soul because we can experience the gratitude and the loving kindness, the intelligence and the loving kindness that was designed here to, to put into us, to give us with loving compassion, this was created. So when we eat it with that understanding, it becomes a spiritual experience as well as, an, as, a, as physically nourishing us. Um, so I, I like the way that you explain that orange. Like I'm listening, I'm sitting here and I'm watching you play with the orange and I'm my mind is just playing with me right now. The little girl in me, it's like a ball, like bounce the ball, yes. you know, take yes. the ball and eat it. They like catch it, you know, exactly. but we run, we, we run from it. Why do we run from something that will feed our souls? Why do we hide from the seeds Exactly. Like, the way that you explain the seeds, it's almost like the butterfly, right? The goop and the muscles and everything. But the orange has actually got the seed in it. It's got the juice in it, the, the nutrients that we actually need. 
so juicy, so juicy. And, 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 and we don't even, you know, we miss these experiences. We're missing that we're in this incredible garden. You know, we've, brought, we've gotten so far away from enjoying this garden of loving kindness. We've made things so complicated. Yeah. And, you know, it, just things like abuse being passed down. And when you, a person like you, stops the abuse from continuing and tries to help other people that are suffering, that sends us back into the garden. Then we can enjoy the garden again, the way it was meant to be enjoyed, you know? We, we got lost. People get yeah. lost and we can, this is how we could bring people back again, by filling our lives with gratitude. It, uh, anyone that's abusive, they are missing so much gratitude in their life. They were never taught that skill. They never really absorbed it. They didn't have the chance. You know, probably they were a person that suffered abuse and that's how it goes. We, this is what we have to turn around, you know? Yeah. And, and, and by just filling the world with more mindful gratitude is really the key to that. It's the key to overcoming addictions of all types, not only food addictions, but the analogy is so clear with the food because we're actually nourishing our hungry souls. You know, that's how it works. So I'm never going to look at an orange the same way anymore. <laughs> I'm going to actually grab an orange. As you're speaking, I'm watching you and I can feel your body lightening up as well as you're speaking about the seed, as you're speaking about the juice, you know, and, and you're right. We, we make life so hard. Let's just keep it simple. You know, let's simplify things. Let's keep it simple. Exactly. You know? That's how it, the, when I discovered that summer, when I went to Israel, when I learned about the purpose of life, that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. That was something I had never heard because what is the greatest pleasure possible? That is spiritual fulfillment. That is gratitude. The whole purpose, our whole purpose for being here, I learned is to experience gratitude, to acknowledge that we're all connected. We're all connected to each other and to source energy. It's really the first law of thermodynamics, which is energy is never lost or destroyed. It keeps recycling. We're all a part of each other. Yeah. We're all here. There's an expression, we're not here to see through each other, but to see each other through. We're, we're all, like you say, I don't really belong in this body. You know, you're here just for a very temporary time. In order, to, in order to lift the sparks from everything physical in this world, we are here to uplift it. And that's, that's exactly what you're doing. That, the, the, the body doesn't exactly fit, but it, it is here. We are put yep. in these physical bodies to interact. Well, it's not a bad body. It's just, right. exactly. <laughs> I just don't feel like I'm at home. And yes. when I say that- Not at home, that's exactly right. Because at home is the world of souls, where we're yeah. eventually, we, we came from there and we're going back there again. 
and 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 it's the world of transcendence that is really the highest pleasure that there is when we transcend even our own bodies but but right now we're here to enjoy mainly the three pleasures the low there's a there's a pleasure ladder what i learned this is all not from my head this is ancient mystical wisdom that you don't have to believe it but it's just helpful it's helpful to me it's like it, it shows me this vision of how to reach heaven while still on earth. It's the stairway to heaven, which is the lowest. It's five levels on the pleasure ladder. And the lowest levels are all the natural physical pleasures, like the natural foods, being in nature, moving our bodies, dancing. Our bodies are designed to move. So all the physical pleasures are the lowest pleasure. And... It corresponds to the five levels of the human soul. The, the lowest level of the soul is the part that's connected to the body. So that's why when we eat something with gratitude, it uplifts our body and our soul. The, the next level up, the second level is love. And love is not dependent on anybody else. We, we every level on this ladder is totally empowering. We could get there by ourselves without this. It's about gratitude on the lowest level for physical things. The next level, having appreciation for another being, focusing on the virtues of another, that's love. Even in prison, a person can feel an emotional, uplifting, warm feeling by thinking of a grandmother that once once gave them something, some encouragement, did something kind for them, and they are filled with love. Even the person doesn't have to be there. You just focus on the virtues of another, and that's that's this that's the ancient definition of love. And the third level is meaning, doing something good and meaningful, like you're doing right now. That's that's it. Doing something good and meaningful in the world, you give back with gratitude. It overflows from you. Oh, and then, yeah, there's two higher levels. The highest level is creativity. When you give a unique part of yourself into the world, and that's you don't feel like eating or sleeping when you're doing something creative. You're in a special zone. And the highest level is transcendence when you see how you're connected to everything. And when it's when we transcend our limitations, when we break out of a bad habit, when we break out of an addiction, making a crack in it, it's, 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 it's when the veil of separation is lifted and we see how we're all connected to each other. So those, I, I, I put it, I made it, these are the five levels of, um, on this pleasure ladder. When you, when a person feels like overeating, and I had a problem with um, binge eating, then you think of, it's not really, it's, you're binge eating because you want the pleasure to keep lasting. You want, but it doesn't last. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. When you finish that bag of potato chips, you're, you're even emptier than you were before inside. It doesn't fill the emptiness within. So all we need to do is recognize it's, it's a spiritual hall. 
and we can fill it with gratitude by mindful gratitude, substitute in another pleasure. It, besides the food that you're eating, what else brings you pleasure? Just think about that. And as you, it gets easier and easier once you do this to fill your life with pleasure. And, and the only price you have to pay is gratitude. That's the price you pay to climb the ladder. Gratitude is acknowledging that there's a source giving you with loving kindness all the gifts in this world. That's really what we're here for. Even though that wasn't that way for everybody that suffered from abuse or neglect in childhood, they weren't given all these gifts. Like a person like you, your resilient soul recognizes, I am here for loving kindness. I'm meant to get it. And you brought it into your life and you're spreading it to everybody. It's still possible. You're the proof of that. Yeah. And I, I love that you mentioned the word gratitude. How much gratitude do we actually see in everyday life? How many people do you actually say, I'm grateful for the food on my table. I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful yes. for the shoes on my feet. We don't hear that. Yes. We just, oh, well, those shoes don't match. That doesn't match. This doesn't match. You, we're, we're so negative, you yes. know? And I got to tell you, that's a natural part of life too. That was also given to us in a way as a gift. It's, it's the weight that we're pushing against. That's how we develop our gratitude muscles because there's this natural force getting us to focus on everything we're lacking throughout the day. It's saying you're missing this, you're lacking that. And we have to push back and say, I'm going to focus on what I have, what I've already been blessed with right this moment, all the gifts I have right now. And the more we do that, that's how we grow our gratitude muscles. It becomes easier and easier as we fight against that natural force. So just know everybody has that all day long. But the more we, we fight against it, the more joy comes into our life by exercising gratitude. And I absolutely believe that when you show gratitude, you actually do get more blessings and more doors do open and people do connect with you. You know, when you show appreciation for someone who takes the time to sit with you like you are tonight sitting and having tea, you know, I have the greatest respect for you and gratitude that you took the time to sit at my table and share your tea, you know, and I love that your tea is the same as mine. It's teaching educational awareness. And that's exactly what we need. We need more teaching. We need more education and we need more awareness. We need to start looking at words as stepping stones, not stones to throw, but stones to walk and build. That's what we need. We need to start understanding words. And when you hear the word broken, don't think of something sad. We all need to break in order for the light to come through. We all have to go through things in a spiritual journey, we do break to get to the light. We need the dark. We need the light. We need balance, good and bad. And, and that's what I what I get when I hear your story tonight, Braca. And and the journey that you've taken with writing these books for these children. You know, like you said, you were never abused, but you wrote a book on abuse. You know, you were called to write that book. You know, it, you were the messenger, and you have the resources and you know how to bring it out so that. 
the message can get across in a joyful way, not in a heavy way, but in a good, easy way. And as you had technical difficulties, I'd encourage people to go out and reach, read your books, even adults, do a reading club and say, you know what, let's buy a book from Braca Getz, you know, and let's, let's kind of see where she's going with this. How, how can we use this in our schools? How can we use this to educate our children, our grandchildren, our own children, our own families, or even ourselves? And, and that's what I got from your books is that no matter what age you are, you can learn something and you can play. It's okay to play. It doesn't matter if you're 50 or 60. Like you said with your reunion, you know, I want to be six. There's no number six. Like how old do you think you are? I'm six, you know? Yes. Now, when you when you mentioned the age six for your reunion, was there something at the age of six that actually makes you want to be six? I don't know, but I mean, the character, the main characters in my books is, I usually imagine them to be six years old for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yes. Because there's always a number attached to something that happens in our lives, right? right? As messengers and as believers of reincarnation, there was something that happened to us that keeps us stuck at that age or, oh, maybe or I that place. School. I started school late, so maybe that's when I started. And I wanted to start school so much. I wanted to learn about the world already. Yes. Yes. So you started school late and yeah. here you are a Harvard student, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like you just never know. Yeah. So we need to stop putting limits on ourselves. And, and like you said, when you were sharing my story a little bit is the patterns, the cycles, we need to be the ones to stop. We need to say, you know what, we can, there's more out there. There's other things that we can be doing with our lives. You know, we don't have to keep repeating the pattern and the cycle just because it was given to us doesn't mean we need to repeat it. You know, so exactly. I, I really want to thank you, Braca, for joining me today and having tea. Any final words that you have before I share who's coming up next at the next tea time? I, I want to say how honored I am to be with a person like you. I can't tell you how much I admire you. I'm so glad I had the chance to learn about you and see what you've overcome. Because to me, again, you're the proof that of resilience that's it you know there's that seed underground it disintegrates it looks like it's dying under there it falls apart it gets moldy it gets beaten up you know and and look what happens rising up you see you can see these little things a sprout rising up between the cement cracks it's unbelievable that's what you represent to me and I just think what you're doing is so important for this world. So I'm very honored to be a part of this show. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for sitting and having tea with me and sharing. I, and you've given me some lessons tonight. I'm going to look at an orange a different way, you know, and the latter. I actually love history. I love the ancient messages that we were given. We need to start going backwards to come forward, yes. you know. Uh, keep it simple. That's what I got from your tea tonight is keep it simple. Just Beautiful. simplify things, you know, and R root find a missing piece. Oh, I was going to say root down to rise up is something I learn in yoga practice and it's true for life. Root down to rise up. Yeah. Oh, I love that because that's where the orange comes from, right? 
the root yes. of the tree. <laughs> like you need an orange tree to get that orange. I you have so many beautiful messages in your tea tonight. And for the viewers and listeners that will be watching the replay, if you have any questions or you would like to reach out to Brock again, all of her information will be in the description for the audio platforms and for the video platforms, it will be shown. You will see in the video as we were talking tonight, I had popped up a few locations where you can find Brock. So you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Amazon. And be sure to leave a review if you grab a book because that also helps a lot. So we have an incredible guest coming up on May 14th, I believe it is. Uh, May 12th at 3 p.m. We have Jeff Rosley that's coming in and he's going to be sharing his adventure. He was a man who became a millionaire at the age of 40, but that wasn't enough for him. He thought he needed more out of life. So he climbed the mountains in the Himalayas of Nepal. So he'll be sharing the experience. Is there more out there? Because sometimes money is not everything. It's not making us happy. Our inner selves, as Brock shared tonight, our spiritual self wasn't fed. His spiritual self wasn't fed. So he went out and he climbed a mountain and he got involved with a beautiful organization in Nepal that he's created. And he'll be speaking on that. So again, May is a very rebirthing month. It is the blossoming of the new seeds that I'm planting for everyone so you'll see some incredible strong teas. So Braca, thank you again for joining me tonight on Tea Time. And thank you to all the viewers and listeners who have watched and tuned in and who will be tuning in for the replay. If you have any questions and would like to know more about Miss Liz, you can check out my website at www.misslizesteaparties.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the Tea Time show, I am fully booked for the Tea Time Lives, but I am available for Sunday shows. So if you'd like to be on the radio with me on Tea Time, you can do that as well. But my live broadcasts like this are full for the whole year. So thank you so much, Bronca, for tuning in. And I will look at it an orange in a different light. I will, the juices, the seeds, everything will just be truly and trans, transcending. I like that word. I like that tea. I might use that tea on a Sunday. <laughs> and for anyone that would like to know more on the tea, tea Time on Sunday shows, you can check out Cosmic Chaos Radio or WRFM.com, which is in the Midlands in the UK. So Ms. Liz is tuned in on those channels. And if you'd like to know more, just reach out. I'm very simple to connect with. So again, thank you, Braca. And thank you for the lessons. And thank you for taking the time to... Uh, search me out and check me out and and support be a supporter it truly means a lot to me and again thank you everyone for tuning in tonight and we will see you may 12th with a new tea time to make a difference one cup of tea at a time